0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today I'm going to be talking about something common, um, which is a dynamic where men feel that their father out alphas them. And nobody uses this term directly, so it's just something that I created right now. But um, it, it's a common dynamic, really, where the father had this really big, strong personality for better and for worse, as we will discuss. And it's the, therefore really difficult for the man, the developing man, the boy, to really assert himself in any way as kind of a viable male in the household because the entire household kind of caters to the father. And the father is, um, you know, beyond the leader of the family. He is like a a myth. He is like, you know... Um, Goliath. He's like this like huge presence. It's really hard for men in this situation although they frequently do not understand that and instead they think that the problem is them. Uh, I I did forget to tell you though to subscribe so I will take a brief moment to tell you to subscribe to get over 120 more episodes. There had been a problem with Anchor switching to Spotify. So a lot of my subscriptions got dropped and everybody was emailing me and there's nothing I could do on my end, although Spotify support is helpful via email. Um, but it seems like that is fixed now. I guess um, that was a difficult transition possibly from Anchor to Spotify. And now it seems like people's subscriptions are going through again. So that's great. Um, And remember, you can always uh, email Spotify customer service. They can help you. I can't. On my end, I am completely useless at that. There's nothing they let me do. It's all of them on the platform. All right. Anyway, so back to this topic. So I work with a lot of successful guys who somehow don't really think that they're that successful. Or when they are successful, they're always thinking they could be doing better. Or they're somehow underachieving in a way and at a a level of achievement that everybody else thinks is just achievement. They think they're underachieving or they just kind of don't really have a lot of confidence or they didn't used to have a lot of confidence with women or in other ways or whatever. And it, it generally seems to go back to one dynamic, which is their father. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff on the internet about how, like, men should be strong leaders and how, you know, children need their father. Definitely children need their father. And definitely, like, a man should be, like, a strong leader, especially to children. I mean, shit, you're an adult. You should, of course, be the leader of your own children, Um, irrespective of whether you should be the, quote, leader of your wife. That seems to be an individual decision. And more uh, traditional people seem to think the man should lead the wife, but others think they should both be equal. I assume, uh, from my perspective, they should be equal. But, you know, whatever floats your boat. But either way, uh, a lot of guys take this a little far, you know. And they usually take it too far because of their own uh, narcissistic traits, really, you know, and I'm not a super huge uh, narcissist diagnoser compared to my peers. But, you know, there are some people like it does exist. Right. And so um, these guys tend to have these larger than life, you know, larger than life personas and stories and especially the self-made men oh god it's like you know well dad came to this country with like three nickels and a rubber band and then he built this empire well i mean shit how are you gonna compete with that you know he gave you then the money to start your own business which no matter how successful it is you didn't come to this country with two rubber bands or whatever so you know you always feel a little bit less than And this is not certainly all self-made men or all, you know, immigrants or all dads or anything. There's a lot of people who are like really impressed by their kids and admiring of their children, but not these guys that I'm talking about in this situation. These guys have to be the ultimate alpha. And so you can refer back to understand your father, if this reminds you of your father. Uh, I have a self-made man podcast and also my CEO podcast. So a lot of these guys are CEOs, they're self-made men, they're businessmen, they They have a lot of money and they've made it from nothing or they parlayed, you know, some money. They don't all just, you know, come to this country with two nickels. They some of them grew up in this country, but somehow they they invented something or they did something that was amazing, you know, wrote books or whatever. And basically, whatever the son does is like never, ever in the man's eyes going to be up to what he did. So. Sometimes these men are a lot different to their daughters. So the boy who, you know, has sisters that get all of daddy's attention and love, but then he, especially if it's the oldest son, he gets the short end of the stick and nothing he can do is ever good enough because the father over identifies with him. He looks like him, let's say, or at least he's the oldest son. So he's the first experience of having a boy, you know, related to him. So he identifies with him. And so he catches a lot of shit in comparison because the father makes, you know, a logical error. He assumes that he would have had the same level of grit and perseverance if he would have been raised in some cushy lifestyle like the one that he's providing to the boy. And I have an article about this, why your kids have less grit than you, you know, because you, through your grit, you know, gave them everything and you didn't have everything. So you had a different level of hunger you know, often not literal, but figurative, although sometimes both, and so you had this drive that your kids don't have because, remember, the mice only run through the maze when you don't feed them, you know, when if they're fed, then they don't run through the maze because they don't care, you know, and so so a lot of people are in that situation where they have the well-fed mice children, but they were like a poorly fed mouse, and then they're expecting the kids to run through the maze with the same velocity that they did, which is like impossible, and in this situation of the guys that I see, they have become successful. But it's like, for whatever reason, the mythology of the father is always, you know, primary in their mind. And it, it overshadows their own achievements to a degree that they often don't even recognize. But it makes them feel worse at everything. And then a lot of times these guys, it goes far beyond the mythology of the father goes far beyond just the business realm or academic success or what have you. It goes into women and it goes into parenting and it goes into socializing and it goes into hobbies and basically in every area that the boy, as he develops, could assert himself as like good or better than the father. Because that's like a normal thing, like as you get older, then you, you know, the parents is supposed to pass the torch basically to the child and when parents can't because of their own narcissistic qualities they can't really pass the torch they still jockey to be kind of primary and the most important generation and they can't be old you know so this is the guy that like so it's okay so I'll give you an example right so let's say the boy is like 15 years old and he has his first girlfriend so he's feeling like on top of the world, you know, he's great, his testosterone's pumping, he feels like a real man, maybe for the first time. And so then uh, a healthy father would make like even like little jokes about himself being a dad, like literal dad jokes, you know. He would be kind of seeding over like the the role of the cool, you know, um, like... Uh, you know, like a cool guy role would go to the sun, you know, and the man would start to make almost self deprecating comments and jokes about being not as trendy or cool or with it anymore as the boy, which would kind of be more of the cycle of life, you know? Same as women, when, you know, the girl gets to be like a teenager and she's like beautiful, she's all dressed up on prom night, you don't expect mom to come out in a mini dress and try to join the pictures, right? That would be considered pretty strange that she's not able to pass the torch over to the girl who's like really in her prime. This is the first time she's done anything like this, you know, whatever, whatever. So in this situation with the more dominant, uh, overly alpha father, he would make comments that diminish the boy. He would say something that indicates that the boy's supposed to be doing even better than he is. He might even flirt with the girl. He might even flirt with the, with, you know, the girlfriend of his son. That's not uncommon. Or make comments that indicate that the boy's supposed to be getting somewhere sexually that he's not yet getting. Or even comments like, why are you even just being with this one girl? Now's the time to play the field. And when I was your age, I was doing this, that, and the other with all these different girls. So in some way, he like ruins the boy's attempt to individuate. And he basically says, don't even try to be more of a man than me. You'll never be more of a man than me. This is obviously not conscious unless the guy is a sociopath, which are very rare, but it's subconscious. And he felt jealous of the boy being at the cusp of his life, being having his girlfriend, all this excitement. So he had to knock him down. And so these types of comments will be pervasive. Um, When parenting, he'll be like, you're too soft. You listen to your wife too much, you know, or in business and career, of course, the guy's never going to be as hard charging as the man thinks that he should be or as stories about his younger self, which are always exaggerated as any mythology is, you know. But the boy, the boy now man will never be living up to whatever the father did at the same age. And, you know, it it could be in any regard, like whatever hobbies he picks are wrong, whatever friends he has are stupid. Sometimes the friends are better than the guy. So that's a variant of that. Why aren't you more like your friend, Timmy? Look how successful he is. He gets all the girls, etc. So. Yes, every parent can be an asshole. You know, like that it doesn't like it's it's not like you have to be in this specific dynamic to have a dad who's a jackass, but but it comes it hits different if the rest of the world recognizes your father as super successful and thinks and, and even your friends as a boy will be jealous frequently of your association of having this as your father. They imagine it would be wonderful. The amount of opportunities and advice and just man to man, you know, sort of sort of uh, closeness that they envision. And then it's so different than that because you never feel exactly like you're catching up to your dad. And so what is the mom like in this situation? Is the mother a buffer for most of these men? Not usually, not that much. They may love their mothers very much. The mother may be very kind. However, the mother has to be a certain level of passive in order to put up with this guy in the first place. And she has to be kind of in the role of a supplicant and looking up to him, the great man, you know, and this whole like the great man and his devoted wife dynamic is what the boy sees and he may idealize it. Then when he gets older uh, and his own wife does not act happy to be shining his shoes, then he's, you know, shocked. He's very upset. He didn't know, meanwhile, you know, how unhappy secretly his own mother may have been and or, I mean, a a lot of times, quite honestly, what happens is later in life, the boy finds out that the father had been cheating because a lot of these guys cheat because getting just, you know, supplication from one woman is, is not adequate at a certain point. So they want to get attention from everybody and different relationships and whatever. And the the kid doesn't realize it. But then when they do, then sometimes dad falls off the pedestal, which is, you know, difficult and can lead to a lot of grief and anger, but is ultimately redemptive because he can finally see his father as a flawed person versus this, you know, heroic, super alpha, you know, that that is just going to be better than him at everything. Well, he wasn't better at one thing, which is being a faithful and loving husband. So um, it depends, it depends if, um, and also some of these super alpha guys do end up with wives who are openly dissatisfied, because over time, the wife grows more unhappy with the dynamic being so, you know, imbalanced. And as she gets older, she asserts herself more, and then the boy may see the cracks in the facade and may say, say, wow, shit, dad isn't really so great as he makes out because he's making mom so upset all the time. And so, so there's, there's different ways that this can go, but the worst way for the boy's self-esteem is frequently when the mother is completely codependent with the father, made her life completely about him and his successes, takes all of his shit and his nasty comments as just par for the course, never stands up for herself, never stands up for the boy, you know, And, and then the boy kind of feels like, my God, all of us are kind of subpar Except dad, like, no wonder he's so mad all the time because, like, he feels frustrated or whatever and held back by, you know, us in different ways. It, it's, a, it's a very, you know, pernicious dynamic. And another variant, by the way, I, I use this quote a lot, the children of lovers are orphans. I read that years ago and I thought it, it was uh, very representative of a certain dynamic I see where not only is the guy idealized, but the marriage is idealized. So basically like they're always making out, you know, and I'm the first to say that you should be physically affectionate in front of your kids. And I've said that a million times, but they're always making out a little too much. You're not supposed to really see your parents be sexual. So yeah, sure. You could hear the bed banging around sometimes, you know, in the middle of the night, but you're not supposed to have your father say, Hey guys, when you're like 10 years old, why don't you go downstairs? Mom and I are going to have a fun time. No, that's crazy. You know, like, don't do that bad, you know, because your kid doesn't need to picture your genitals whenever you think that they might. You should always think, you know, that's a good mantra. My kid doesn't need to picture my genitals. So, you know, or certainly that of their opposite sex parent. So a lot of these guys will show off. And it is really a showing off because, you know, the woman is, you know, 15 years, 20 years into monogamy. And as I've taught you, she's probably not that thrilled, you know, to be having the fun time with dad as the boy or as the dad think. Or even as just the boy thinks, because maybe the dad knows that it's, you know, not her favorite activity anyway. But the reality is, is that the boy grows up thinking dad is the super stud and their relationship is amazing and this is what it's going to be. But it's really just this kind of codependent with a narcissist relationship where it's a lot of image managing and the woman realizes that the man wants the marriage to look perfect and so she goes along with it. But they have the same problems as like everybody else in the world, but they just don't ever verbalize that because it would go against the image. So then the boy grows up and he thinks his wife is supposed to be licking his boots too. And, you know, shit, she doesn't. And, and then it's upsetting. Conversely, sometimes the man is drawn, with mago theory, to a woman that is like the father. So then, ironically, he ends up with a woman who looks down on him and makes passive-aggressive remarks because this is a dynamic he's used to from living it with his father for years. So what do you do if you're in this situation? Some men will have an aha moment. Therapy is super useful. This is literally what therapy is for. You could also do reading and stuff, you know, about like, you know, like a book called Children of the Self-Absorbed is a good one. Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. You may say, what does that have to do with my amazing father? Yeah, it really does. So you should read it. But uh, therapy is, can be transformative in helping you rewrite the narrative such that you can finally understand why do I struggle with so many things when such a paragon of male virtue was my role model. Man, I must be so fucked up. Well, no, it is in fact related to the fact that this supposed paragon of masculinity was the role model because he had no self-awareness, no empathy, Or very little. You know, it was his way or no way. He looked down on anything that wasn't his perspective, including all your perspectives. And he made little comments, you know, over the years, a kind of indicated that you were really subpar and when coming from a man that you put on so much of a pedestal these really burrow themselves into your entire consciousness and your self-concept so whereas you know if maybe your mom would say oh i don't like that shirt on you son why don't you change okay maybe mom has bad taste she's mom whatever if dad says the hell you wearing that for Well, then shit, I mean, I'm really not a man, am I? You know, do I even know what I'm doing? And that sort of low self-esteem, that sort of self-esteem hit, you know, will continue to come back whenever somebody challenges you, particularly an authority figure later on. And you'll find yourself extremely anxious around high level, you know, the C-level people at your company. If you are a C-level person at your company against other people that for whatever reason you have put on a pedestal, then when they give you feedback, it's very hard to just roll with it because you already think on some level that you are kind of subpar and kind of weird and kind of not living up to expectations no matter how much success you externally attain. All right. I hope that uh, y'all found this interesting. And if you're a woman who thinks that the man is in a relationship like this with his father, probably would honestly not be the best thing to send this to him. Unless you say to him something like, you know, unless you get basically consent. Unless you're like, I read something and it's kind of, I think it's about your dad, but I, you know, about how your dad was. But honestly, I don't want to make problems between us. So you know, I, I don't have to send it to you, but, you know, if you ever, ever want to listen, I feel like this could be a little bit, you know, resonant. You could do that, but, I mean, if it's a guy who's kind of really scared to ever be disloyal, even mentally, to his father, you may not get anywhere with that, you know, and then you probably need your own therapy, as I have a lot of people in therapy because their, parent, their spouses are in enmeshed relationships with their parents. But, all right, um, I will talk to you all soon, and um, hope you got something out of this, and please do subscribe and join my Facebook group, too. All right, bye-bye.